does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Did you know St. Jude has one of the largest pediatric sickle cell programs in the country? St. Jude freely shares the discoveries they make, and every child saved at St. Jude means doctors and scientists worldwide can use this knowledge to save thousands more children everywhere. Join me today in helping to fight sickle cell disease by becoming a partner in hope. Call now, 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. This is brought to you by... Indiana Donor Network, we're glad you're with us. Championship Saturday, we're crowning more IHSA football state champions today. We're going to talk about the old Oak and Bucket game, talk some hoop. Right now, though, he's the star of our show because he is really, really, really good. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, what's going on? Great to be with you and Graham Shear on Championship Saturday night from Lucas Oil Stadium. Busy one, certainly. And we're going to get you a full breakdown of everything we saw today from the IHSAA Football State Finals. As well, we'll talk about Purdue's win over Indiana in the bucket game. That was a final of 35-31. Boilers finished the year 4-8. and eight. IU concludes the campaign at 3-9. and nine. Miami of Ohio also got past Ball State today, 17-15. But from Lucas Oil Stadium today, the day led off with Fort Wayne Bishop Lures, their 12th state championship ever. That's good for third best all-time in the state. Hammering North Posey a final of 40-3. Bishop Lures defensively was excellent. A blocked punt on the first drive, that and more. Tackles for loss, sacks, you name it, Bishop Lures brought it today. Same could be said for East Central over Northwood, 42-14. Josh Ringer, just incredible. Three touchdowns on the day, and right now, Ben Ben Davis getting set to cap off a state title at 6A on top of Crown Point, 38-3, with five and change left in the fourth quarter. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Great day of football around the state of Indiana. High school football championships, which we'll talk about later on. Old Oak and Bucket game at Purdue. Boilers win it 35-31 from the Purdue Sports Network. Rob Blackman. Rob, thank you so much. There's joy in West Lafayette tonight. Yeah, felt good to finish the season with a win, obviously. Win the old oaken bucket. That's always uh, always a positive. Um, you know, certainly being bowl eligible would have made it even a little bit more fun this mm-hmm. year. But uh, mm-hmm. four wins is, is what it is. And, uh, yeah, that was a fun afternoon. Um, a lot of pretty cool things happening today. Today was the 300th victory for Purdue all-time inside Ross A. Mm. Stadium, which mm-hmm. the building is celebrating its 100th anniversary. So that was kind of neat. And probably the, the coolest thing of all is uh, my longtime broadcast partner, Pete Quinn. Uh, this was his final broadcast ever on the Purdue Radio Network. He's retiring after 32 years of calling games on the network so uh a lot, a lot of smiles all around from pete and his family and certainly purdue fans when that game was finished today 
seeing you know hearing Pete give it up. You know, I've done this thirty years, and you know, it's uh, I know how I know it's not easy. Let me tell you what it, I know how much he loves the boilers and loves working with you and the and the the rest of the crew, uh, and that had to be a very hard thing for him to do. It was uh, we kept uh, we kept kind of keeping a close eye on him, or at least looking at him out of the corner of our eye, waiting to see if maybe we could. Uh, a tear or two, <laughs> but he, right. uh, he did a good did a good job of holding it together. But they had a really neat uh, little uh, short ceremony for him down on the field with he and his his wife and kids and grandkids. And I know he was awfully appreciative of that. We made fun of him, you know his 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 senior day as a player was was November of 1980, uh, and here he had another <laughs> okay day. had another senior day today. Uh, here in 2023 so yeah great just really happy for pete and uh he he's ready to move to florida i think full time and enjoy the sunshine and enjoy those grandkids so we i think uh we were all really happy in the broadcast booth that at least purdue was able to send him out with a victory in an old oaken bucket game that's good stuff it's an important win you know you you even though you you know you're not bowl eligible as you point out, and we all know that, and it was a disappointing season in some respects, but the win gives you some momentum. You feel good about yourselves as you head into a very important off season and, and training period, and into the recruiting trail. And in this day and age, you'd like to know what you're talking about in recruiting, but the portal can change that in a matter of days. But still, momentum. Great to feel good about yourselves after a win over your big rival. Yeah, and I think you know if you if you step back and take a look at it, big picture wise, uh, if you think about it, Purdue won two of its last three games. Uh, in the one they did not win, the Northwestern game last week, Hudson Card did not play because of injury. Uh, but if you look at those two games that Hudson Card did play in, uh, the Minnesota game, uh, three three passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown, mm-hmm. forty nine points scored. Uh, today, three passing touchdown, rushing touchdown. Uh, ran for 85 yards, threw for 275 yards. I, I, I think if you're a Purdue fan, that really gives you some great encouraging uh, encouragement because you, I think we finally saw at the end of the season the Hudson Carter right. that we were all hoping to see. Um, that, that's the guy that we thought we were getting from Texas, and he really proved it at the end of the season there in those, like I said, two of those last three games where he played. Um, so to me, that's the most encouraging thing of all, Bob. Uh, even had Purdue lost today. I think you still would have been so encouraged at what you've seen from Hudson Card here at the end of the season. Again, just it just kind of reinforces that uh, you know, hey, the coaches told us this guy was going to be really, really good, and maybe early in the season he wasn't. Injuries and other things, I think, certainly uh, derailed him a little bit. But once he got healthy right. toward the end of the season and, and figured that offense out and had a you know really had a firm grasp grasp of what was going on offensively, uh, he he did look like the real deal. So <laughs> if nothing else. Uh, if you're a Purdue fan, you're already kind of licking your chops for the start of next season because now you've seen the Hudson card that we were we were promised, and and now you can't wait to see him out there again next year with a full season of experience under his belt. Yeah, and it's not just him. You got some other young guys. You got some significant moments and a lot of minutes and a lot of reps, and and you should be encouraged about what's uh, what might possibly happen in the future. Yeah, think about this. You had two guys today, two backup tight ends. Uh, one a freshman, one a sophomore, who both not only caught their first reception of the entire of their careers, but also uh, uh, touchdowns. Also had their first touchdowns of their careers. Um, mm-hmm. So yes, uh, you have a quarterback who seemed to be coming into his own, who was doing a whole lot of throwing of the ball toward toward guys that that were young guys that are going to be around for right. a while. Uh, Jerron Tibbs, the wide receiver from Cathedral, 
uh, he was really involved offensively today. He he got more reps and had more catches than he'd had all season. Um, so yeah, just a ton of young guys had a chance to play. They were productive. Finally, had a chance to see those guys, as you said, get extended reps. And and you saw that they could. They're playmakers. And you, all of a sudden, you're like, man, you know, you're <laughs> offensively, you feel really good about the direction this team is headed. Are you a little sad that it kind of took till the month of November for right. it to kind of all come together? Sure, sure, but. You know, the, the, again, the encouraging news is hey, Rob, at least yeah. now you see what it looks like. Right. Rob, I need you to hang on here through this short break, okay? Okay, sure. All right, perfect. We'll come back, talk some more Purdue football. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Rob Blackman from the Purdue Sports Network rejoins us. All right, we get the old oaken bucket is back. Lots of young guys with reps, and uh, no one knows what's happening with the portal, which makes recruiting such an interesting thing. Uh, allow me, if I can, to talk a little basketball before I, I lose you. You are the voice of the Boilermakers. It's been uh, a decent start. I think they're playing very, very well. Uh, expectations are through the roof, and they should be. But um, this, it's, it's things start to pick up now. This is a will be an interesting uh, next few days for them on the court. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's fair to say. I mean, certainly, I don't think anyone that follows college basketball would have a hard time believing that Purdue is the best team in the country right now. Uh, they're they're going to be number one when the next AP poll comes out. Um, I mm-hmm. think that's a that's a foregone conclusion. Uh, but <laughs> it, it, that doesn't mean that life's about to get any easier for Purdue. And, uh, Friday night is the Big Ten opener at Northwestern. Uh, for those who forget, last year Northwestern beat Purdue up in Evanston uh, when Purdue was <laughs> right. number one in the country. Uh, and Northwestern stormed the court as well they should have. They just beat the number one team in the country for the first time in their school history. So uh, so that will not be an easy game uh, because we, Purdue learned a hard lesson there last year. And I would, you know, I would remind Purdue fans, there is still Alabama – and there is still Arizona left on the schedule before we even get to Christmas. <laughs> so, right, right. Most people seem to think uh, most people seem to think Arizona is the number two team in the country. So uh, it's not beyond the realm of possibility that 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 game in Indianapolis on December sixteenth will have number one versus number two. How about how about that for a college matchup on, on December sixteenth no. in Indy? So uh, yeah, and of course the Big Ten regular season gets going in all of that as well. So. Uh, I did like what I saw from Purdue. Uh, that's an easy statement after what you saw in Honolulu. Uh, mm-hmm. But what I, what I really liked is uh, is the fact that they found a way to win three different games in three very different styles. Uh, I'm not sure Purdue last year could have done that. Uh, but this year's team found a way to win, like I said, against really three very, very vastly different teams uh, in Gonzaga and Tennessee and, uh, and Marquette. So, yeah, it all it, yeah. all it all looks good. You're only six games in, however, and they're last I checked, they played 31 regular season games. So, <laughs> but I do I do like the way it's trending right now. That's a, that's a pretty obvious. Rob Blackman, thank you, Rob. I appreciate it very, very much. I know you had a long day. It's always great to catch up with you. We'll try to track you down next weekend. Okay, Bob. Thank you. Thanks very much. Let's talk some IHSAA football championships. Jim Leisure joins me on the 1A game this morning with our good friend John Herrick for the 1A championship game between uh, 1A championship game <laughs> between uh, – you know, you did you have 1A or 2A, Jim? 
Well, we had what John and I had won a yesterday, and that was between Adams yesterday. Central and Indianapolis. Yeah. No, but today, yeah, yeah, our, you and Brendan were yeah. on the two A game. I, I yeah, I'm, I can't even, yeah, I can't read, yeah. Um, you had uh, Lures and uh, North Posey, correct? That was this morning, yes. Yeah, well, that was a, an overwhelming win for Lures uh, this morning uh, over. Um, North Posey, tell me about this. Uh, tell me how impressed you had to be with Lures and what they were able to do today. Well, you know, Bob, I'll take it all the way back to Monday when we met with the coaches and, and we met with Coach uh, uh, Lindsey, uh, Kyle Lindsey, and, and he had right. a, a couple concerns about his ball club. And, uh, you know, he said basically, we're very young in the secondary and I'm a little bit worried there. He said, we got to get better on special teams. He said, we didn't play particularly well on special teams in the semi-state. And then he mentioned the fact of, about matching North Posey's physicality. He said that mm-hmm. on film, they were a very physical team, and he, his team really needed to step up. And, Bob, I can't say this enough, all three of Yikes. those areas, uh, they were fantastic. I mean, as a coach, a longtime high school football coach, sure. I went into a lot of games feeling we need to, have to do A, B, and C uh, right. to, to compete. Right. And then, you know, we didn't do it, and we got mauled. Well, I'll tell you what, Coach Lindsey and his staff had a great week of practice because they were really, really solid in all three areas. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. When St. Jude opened in 1962, childhood cancer was considered incurable. Since then, St. Jude has helped push the overall survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. St. Jude won't stop until no child dies from cancer. Join me today in supporting St. Jude by calling 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898 to become a partner in hope. Your gift to St. Jude could last a lifetime. Hey, Jim, I need you to hang on through the scoreboard update, if you don't mind, and we'll continue to talk about these games, okay? Perfect. Jim Leisure and I will come back, talk some more high school football on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk, about to wrap up the IHSAA Football State Finals. That's in the next two and change. Ben Davis on top of Crown Point, 38-10. Russ Mann is going to get a state championship in his first year at the helm of the Giants. Now, Crown Point Day did get a touchdown in the second half, but it's been all BD. Ben Davis scored 21 points in the third quarter coming out at halftime. And I'll tell you what, Crown Point, they put together a pretty solid drive at the end of the second quarter to get themselves back in it. It made it a 10-3 game at half. Since that point, you do the math. Ben Davis now leading 38-10. It's just a matter of time until that one goes fun on we can put this edition of the IHSAA Football State Finals in the books. Really interesting when you're going to look at this that The closest margin was yesterday, Class A, 35-28, Lutheran beat Adams Central. Beyond that, 3A, 5A, 2A, 4A, and now 6A all finish with double-digit deficits for the loser of the game. Let's talk some college basketball. 
A lot of action today it was IUPUI over Cleary out of the NAIA. 78-70, Jaguars took that one in overtime. Evansville remains perfect with a 93-74 win over Southeast Missouri State. The Purple Aces are 6-0. Valparaiso got past Southern, 71-59. And Purdue-Fort Wayne, they are 6-1, topping Wittenberg today, 95-64. More on the state finals in just a little bit. Brendan King, Network Indiana. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. We're talking about... High School Football, Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven, the number two, savelives.org is their website. Jim Leisure with me. He had the call. He was doing the color on the uh, 2A battle between Fort Wayne Bishop Lures and North Posey earlier today on the IHSAA Champions Radio Network. Lures, um, no problem in this one, 40-3 to three winners over North Posey. Jim, before the break, you're just talking about, uh, you know, how dominant Lures was literally on both sides of the football and making it a very difficult day for North Posey this afternoon. Yeah, without question, Bob. And, you know, one of the things that the, the day started off, Lures wins the toss. They defer pretty normal stuff. North Posey takes the ball. They go on a decent drive. It stalls out about midfield. They line up to punt, and then that's where, honestly, the carnage began. Uh, number mm-hmm. five uh, for Lures, Damian Jackson, blocks the punt. Uh, Lures recovers on the 28-yard line. And then, again, like a lot of football teams, when you have a big play like that and, and you're in mm-hmm. their territory, you're going to try to hit a home run. So they line up and they throw a ball over the middle, and uh, it was caught uh, by Wes Javens. He was tackled down at the one-yard line, and then two plays later, um, uh, Mickey Daring was able to, to punch one in. So, you know, 7 nothing lures and, and a big special teams play, which, again, that's what Coach Lindsay mm-hmm. said they needed to get if they were going to win. Uh, so, again, you know, um, uh, North Posey moves the ball. They moved it pretty well between the 30s, but as we all know, you don't get any points yeah. for doing that. At some point, yeah. you got to cross yeah. the goal line, uh, and that's where that, that lures defense always stiffened up. Uh, in the second quarter, uh, they were able, speaking of North Posey, to come up with a big intersection, uh, interception, Jackson Graff, who ended up becoming, being the uh, the uh, Mental Attitude Award winner. But he gets mm-hmm. a pick uh, and, and, again, takes it down to the 31-yard line. And then uh, North Posey was able to advance the ball to about uh, the, the, the 20 or so. And then they had to settle for a 30-yard Caleb uh, Herkey field goal to make it 7-3. to three. And then so, again, everything you feel like, okay, this is a ball game. Uh, right. They kick off. Posey kicks off to Lures. They immediately return it to the to the opposite 13 yard line. Davion mm. Surrey uh, returns it and, and and was able to be forced out of bounds. I also wanted to note there was a fantastic effort block uh, by the sophomore Charlie McBride, who just hustled his rear end all the way down uh, and was <laughs> down there with uh, Surrey as he got pushed mm-hmm. out of bounds. But I love the effort. And again, another big time. Uh, 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 special teams play. Uh, so, again, uh, another Mickey Daring uh, uh, touchdown. The senior 5'9", 190, uh, punches it in. And so it's 14-3. to And uh, I, I can't say enough about the defense. Uh, specifically, again, Damian Jackson, 6'4", 214, senior. And, and a young man by the name of Isaac Zay, 6'3", 214, also a senior. Now, Zay was a guy that Coach Lindsey said, was the best player on the field for his ball club. He said he is everywhere, and we use him everywhere. He ended up catching a touchdown pass on offense. Uh, they were dropping him in coverage from his defensive end position. Uh, he was blitzing. I mean, he, he had a couple tackle for losses, uh, blitzing on pass plays. The kid was everywhere. He was absolutely 
everything that, that, that Coach Lindsey said he was. But the one thing I noted was as good as he was, I really thought Damian Jackson was better. Those two kids, they, they, they were 1-1A one and one a today for, for the Bishop, uh, uh, Bishop Lewis Knights. You know, if you're North Posey, uh, it is hard to practice and prepare for the speed and the strength that you're facing when you play lures. You, you more than likely haven't seen that type of quickness, that type of strength up front in the teams that you've played, and it's hard to game plan uh, for them. Uh, if you, and it's also difficult when you get uh, such a, a big, big play that early special teams-wise, you know, game plan's out the window, and now you're in scramble mode, and it's hard to compete against a team of Lures' caliber when you're in that situation. I would agree with you, Coach. I mean, they, they, just, they don't have the, the, the scout team kids. I mean, they're 12 no, to no. 14, 15 best offensive, or op, offensive players in practice are over on the offensive side, and so you're trying to fill right. that scout team with sophomores and, and lesser kids, and it's just really hard to duplicate that. Jim Leisure. With us from the IHSA Champions Radio Network. Yesterday, you and Brendan King started the day out. You started out the whole tournament yesterday with the uh, 1A call. That was a pretty good ball game, you know, with with Lutheran uh, in, in action, winning their third straight against uh, Adam Central. Uh, you hate to see it if you're Adam Central for three straight years. you got to go against a powerhouse in Lutheran. Yeah, and you know what? Again, it, as it turned out, that ended up being the closest game of all six of them. Final score, yeah. 35-28. We didn't know that at the time. I mean, we were hoping, obviously, that we'd get, you know, four or five really good ball games, and, and uh, they were all good ball games. but, again, one team was clearly the dominant team. And Adam Central was in this one, too. They were up 35-14 at one point. And honestly, Coach, you, you kind of got the feeling that, that it was going to get out of hand. But credit Coach Mosier and, and his kids at Adam Central because they fought back. And, you know, they, they, they got it to 35-21, mm-hmm. got it to 35-28 with about a minute to play. Tried an onside kick. It was unsuccessful. And one of the things I noted uh, to John Herrick was, you know, when you're 14-0, and 0, you probably don't get a lot of opportunities to practice your onside kick. <laughs> yeah. Because you're all oh, that's right. You know? Yeah. And, and, you know, they, yeah. they won by big scores all year long, 42-8, 42-7, 54-10. So, you know, again, to, to do an onside kick live, when you're up right. like that, honestly, would just be unsportsmanlike. Uh, I would be rubbing it into the other squad. So Coach Mosier is a sure. great guy, by the way, and a great coach. Uh, you know, the onside kick doesn't work, and, and, and uh, Lutheran was able to run out the clock. And, uh, again, it was just typical Lutheran. If you've seen him play Braden Hall, the running back, big, strong kid, typical game for him, about 150 yards rushing, two TDs on the ground. And they have a linebacker by the name of Cole Snow, who is an absolute stud, and I don't know where he's going to school. He's listed at 6'2", 180, but, I mean, I could see him playing, maybe not at the inside linebacker spot like he did for Lutheran, but I could see him uh, playing, uh, you know, maybe dropping back in the secondary as a safety or a strong safety type of kid. Jim Leisure from the IHSAA Champions Radio Network. Jim, it's great to talk to you. I appreciate your insights. Wonderful job today. Wonderful job yesterday. I caught you both days when I was in the car, and I greatly appreciate you taking time to be with me. Enjoy the weekend. All right, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Throughout the night, we're going to continue to talk about high school football. We are going to talk a little bit of IU-Purdue, we've already gotten the Purdue angle from Rob Blackman. John Herrick from the IU Network will be with us in the next hour. So 
Stay with us. Football here on IHSA. And don't forget, next weekend, basketball fans, we're going to start it up. We're going to start bouncing the ball next weekend here on Indiana Sports Talk. Coming up with Brendan King now. Scoreboard update on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.